0: I'm Dennis Estopazzi of the Business Mirror, and this is the Brotherlook Podcast. Good day. Welcome to Food Safety Friday, a segment of the Business Mirror BM Brotherlook Podcast that seeks to raise awareness on food safety. Today's podcast will provide an overview on food safety, what it is, and why it matters. Let's get on with the story.
1: This podcast is brought to you by the Building Safe Agriculture and Food Enterprises or the Be Safe Project by the U.S. Department of Agriculture. The Be Safe Project is implemented by Winrock International.
0: We ask some people how they define food safety. Food safety is about ensuring that the food being prepared is clean, went to the proper procedure of maintaining a balanced diet for the consumer, and it is also crucial as it protects consumers from developing foodborne illnesses. For me, food safety is an assurance that food is being produced, handled, and stored in a sanitary way and will not cause harm to people when consumed.
1: Well, they're not wrong. We all have different perspectives no? when it comes to food
0: safety kasi. That was Ziggy Filonko of the Be Safe Project implemented by
1: Mean International. He works as their food safety risk assessment specialist. Yes, and when you think about it, there's no concrete definition of the term food safety. no? So back in January 2021, there was actually an article featured in the food safety magazine. Galing no? May food safety... Magazine, dedicated for food safety talaga. So there they mentioned that there's no consistent definition when it comes to food safety. So it's basically open to various interpretations. Some people interpret it as a process, no? say, let's say procedure or a process of washing your hands. That's something related to food safety. It's also a discipline, like washing your hands frequently and at appropriate times. Or a concept similar to how we think hand washing is a key step to ensuring food safe preparation. But generally, when you say food safety, we're talking about making sure na yung tao, nakakain dun sa pagkain, will not get sick from consuming food. Everybody eats, therefore, there's always that risk. And we have to make sure na protected sila from that risk. So this covers a lot of areas, from food ingredients to food processes even organization set up to facility layouts. So it's a really huge field. We must understand that aside from having something to eat, we must also ensure that what people eat won't cause them harm. So food security, and at the same time, of course, you have to take into consideration yung food safety.
0: So Ziggy, how does one get sick from consuming food?
1: People get sick from consuming food from a variety of factors. When we say kasi foodborne illness is the consumption of food kapag nagkaroon siya ng kontamina. Definitely, some of our listeners have had experienced signs and symptoms of foodborne illness. May no? uh, experience, diarrhea, vomiting, yung iba nila lagnat pa. Sabi nila lagnat laki daw, pero yung pala may kasama ng diarrhea. Sometimes, sobrang trouble sam nila na hindi ka na halos makatrabaho. And I remember vividly no na ginagawa siyang lagi ring excuse sa ano, na even sa school, no, na may LBM ka kaya hindi ka nakakapasok, no, just to get your, yourselves out of trouble, no. But that does give us a thought, no, that digestive system-related issues are something that happens commonly. No? Kung nagiging excuse yung LBM to the point na inahayaan eh, na lang natin siyang gawin siyang standard excuse, it's something na nagsasabi sa atin na, hey, it's commonly recurring pala, no. So, I'll get back to that one later on. But anyway, simply put, foodborne illness can occur through the consumption of unsafe food. Food that has been contaminated by either a microbiological, chemical, or physical agent.
0: That's interesting. But, you know, I think the human body was designed to process all these chemicals or agents that you mentioned, no? And detect food that is not safe to eat. And I think we have a few bodily functions designed to act as warning signs when something is dangerous, right?
1: Mm, actually, that's true, no? Thank you so much, Dennis. Uh, historically, kasi, humans have been exposed to various risks that help in the evolution of their sensorial capabilities. No? So, it's a to actually evolution, evolutionary biology. No? So, according to evolutionary biologists, Human sense of different taste profiles emerged as a warning signal for the body. So say for example, yung bitter, yung bitter taste, that actually evolved from our detection of poisonous substances in food. Kasi most of your toxic substances are bitter in nature, or bitter tasting. Meanwhile, you also have the development of the taste of sourness, which was associated with spoilage. Which makes sense, di ba? Pag maasing yung pagkain, minsan dinudura na natin kaagad. Even sustenance-seeking behavior influence our sense of taste. Uh, An example of this is sweetness, no? Ang taste profile or ang taste detection natin for sweetness emerged from humans' desire to seek carbohydrate-rich food for energy. And the taste for saltiness emerged as our body's weight of detecting foods containing minerals, which are as we know, important elements to keep our bodies, or our bodies normal function. Pero ziki, di ba mga choria nang to? Yes, actually, matyudis lang mga ito, Kasi when you think about it, even yung mga medicinal compounds natin, no, bitter than yung lasa niya. pero kinoconsum natin siya as gamot, no. But nevertheless, taste became an early warning signal that allowed humans to avoid potential danger in food. No? Either way, no. Kapag may na-detect something of tasting nilulua natin siya kagad. No? And that prevents entirely yung pag-consume ng food. Kasi sabi natin, ba foodborne illness, consumption ng food. Essence eh, since dinura mo naman na siya, hindi mo na siya nakain. So, fast forward to today, yun nga lang, we've realized that there are certain substances that can be found in our food na they can avoid detection entirely. No? We can see them, hindi natin sila naamoy. Dire natin sila nalalasahan, but they can all lead to illnesses. But why should
0: foodborne diseases worry us? Because being the core of food safety, it's the thre- the threat of foodborne illness.
1: Yes, precisely. No, uh, foodborne diseases remain a cause for concern in nations around the world, whether developing ka or developed country ka, kasi Again, everybody eats. No? And because it causes human suffering, which would then lead to a domino effect of stuff. No? Strains on healthcare, lack of labor, dahil absent ng absent na yung tao. So it would generally result to economic losses. Sinasabi nga ng WHO, no? Uh, roughly one-third of the overall population of developed countries are affected by foodborne illnesses. No? Developed na yon, no? So this number may even be bigger for developing countries. So imagine one-third of the population, so cumulatively, if they were unable to work and were hospitalized sabay-sabay, the economic burden that would lead to would definitely be massive.
0: That was Mr. Ziggy Felonko of Green Rock International who defined food safety and its impact. After this break, Mr. Filonko will deal deeper on what makes food unsafe. This podcast is brought to you by the Building Safe Agriculture and Food Enterprises,
1: or the Be Safe project by the U.S. Department of Agriculture. The Be Safe project is implemented by Winrock International.
0: Welcome back to Food Safety Friday, a segment of the Business Mirror BM Look podcast. Let's continue our conversation on food safety with Mr. Ziggy Filonko of Windrock International.
1: Alright, so previously na-mention natin no, that food becomes unsafe to consume when it gets contaminated. And these contaminants can be categorized into biological, chemical, or physical hazards. So isa-isahin natin yan, no? So First one are your biological hazards. Narinig nyo na to definitely, no? Yung mga microbial germs, advertising would use them, no? Um, sa mga antibacterial, ganyan, no? So, minimension sila lagi. Very tiny, microscopic organisms that may do serious harm to your body. Problem is, hindi mo siya makikita. Yun nga lang, no? Not all of the microorganisms in the world are harmful or what we term as pathogenic. Yung iba beneficial naman? Microorganisms that can be found in your yogurt, let's say, no, uh, are beneficial to your gut or your digestive uh, microflora or yung mga nyo sa niyo. Some also assist us in daily processes no, or different food processing methods like yeast. Yeast is a microorganism na pampalansa ng tinapay no o iba naman pang ferment panggawa ng beer. So there's just one thing to note na there are certain microorganisms which we term as pathogens or disease causing that you can detect them when they contaminate food. No? So may mga iba kasi na microbio na kapag na yung food, na niya yung food no, nangangamoy. So that gives you a sensorial detection method para idura sila. But some pathogens, pag nasa pagkain siya, hindi mo malalaman na andun siya sa pagkain. Kahit ang sarap-sarap pa ng pagkain na kinakain mo, basta may pathogen na yan, hindi mo alam na meron na pala yung pathogen. So, some may cause spoilage yon, may mga indications na may mikrobyo pagkain mo. But some, again, kahit sobrang sarap, pwede pa rin magkaroon ng uh, microorganism. So, some may cause spoilage that can lead to detectable signs.
0: I just hope na hindi yung kasama yun sa beer.
1: But 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 what are the signs? Sige. <laughs> All right. No. So some detectable signs, as mentioned, no, are unpleasant odors and sourness. Okay? So yun yung mga usual. But some microbes do not have any detectable sign that they are present in food. No. So um some signs lang yeast and molds. Let's say sa tinapay, di ba? Pag may amag na may gray cloudy, Cottony uh, growth sa tinapay no for others like let's say yung spaghetti nyo from the new year na reheating number 5 na po no so ayun may mga signs na maasim na siya okay? so yun lang for some microorganisms wala kasi siyang detectable sign no wala siyang pap- iibahin I- sa lasa wala siyang iibahin sa amoy wala siyang iibahin sa um, appearance. So, baka may pathogens na yun. Tinatakot mo naman kami, that's, that's too
0: scary. Man.
1: <laughs> yeah, no? So, pathogens, generally, uh, do not have any indicating uh, characteristic kapag na-contaminate nila yung pagkain, no? So, malalaman mo lang na may pathogen kapag nagkasakit ka na. Okay? And these pathogens can actually be categorized further into four groups, no? So we have four classifications uh, bacteria, viruses, parasites, and fungi. Each one has their own particular way of making you sick. So bacteria, for example, they can multiply rapidly on food given the proper conditions and they can lead to various bodily responses when you ingest them. So a very popular bacterium is yung Salmonella. Salmonella typhi is undetectable by your senses alone. This pathogen if familiar ka sa typhoid fever, sya yun na no? typhoid fever. And if um, left unattended, no? that can potentially lead to fatal complications. No? So usually associated salmon salmonella typhi sa tao, no. Usually human to human and transfer niyan. Okay? Then another popular pathogen yon, yung sikat na virus actually virus ito, the hepatitis A, no. So si Hepatitis A, it's found uh, infamy. No? Usually, it's associated with street foods. This yung the cause of or jaundice. The medical term is jaundice, no? or yellowing of the skin. No? And this virus is also undetectable, because it's a virus. Sya, no? So it's means of um, indicating itself na presence present of food. No? And... What's so scary about hepatitis A is it can be transferred from shared utensils and food prepared unhygienically. That's why if you're eating out, word of advice, be cautious kayo lage sa reusable items. No? So mga bowls, spoon and fork, no. Medyo maging conscious tayo when we're using that. Kasi saliva, uh, that could be a vehicle for transmission then hepatitis A and um kaya siya naging infamous den sa mga street foods kasi yung sausawan ng fish ball yung iba double sausaw so yung iba may laway laway na nila yung steak tapos ysa sausaw nila ulit dusa sausawan no? so which is very unhygienic no? so yung mga utensils then if they have not been cleaned and sanitized properly this can also pose a risk of hepatitis A no? okay so another category is yung parasites which range from protozoans, or very technical natayo dito, no? Such as Entamoeba histolytica, which causes amoebiasis. And also, included in sa parasites are your helminths. Ito naman yung, um, madami siyang categories, no? But ang general or layman, um, definition sa kanya is mga worms, no? So these are your tinia solium or yung pork, pork tapeworm, yung segmented, na minsan. I'll be, ano, no? I'll be direct now with the description here. Pag nagpapurga kayo ng aso, yun yung minsan kasama during um during the worming. No? So, these parasites like thriving in dirty conditions. So, best advice, bumili kayo ng pagkain sa trusted sources la. No? Kasi, ang parasites, they really thrive well in unsanitary conditions. Also, cooking your food to elevated temperatures, no? that could help eliminate the parasites. So, last in the list of your biological contaminants are your fungi, which can be in the form of molds or yeast. So, as mentioned kanina, some of them might be useful, no? like again, for the production of beer, no? but the others are actually destructive. No? So, the fuzzy growth or the cloud, parang cottony growth nga on your food left for weeks in your fridge, may sometimes be harmful. No? So yung iba kasi dyan, kaya magproduce ng mycotoxins. And these toxins can trigger different responses sa katawan ng tao. No, Some of them, even neurological, can lead to paralysis. No, okay? Or generally, can lead to serious illness. So the best solution lang naman talaga is, you know, throw out moldy food in case you encountered one. No? Um, yung iba kasi ang gagawin, sa isang plastic ng tasty, yung tasty lang na may amag, yun lang itatapon. Pero dapat yung buong bag na yon Kasi ang, mycot- ang mycotoxins or your fungi in general, no? um, nagpaproliferate na siya sa loob ng bag din. The world of uh,
0: microorganisms is uh, bigger than the metaverse, I think. <laughs> you you gave us an idea of how they work, no? how it works. Maybe you can explain yung chemical hazard naman
1: yes no so another category is your chemical hazards which involve various organic and inorganic substances um these hazards include your chemical cleaners and sanitizers pesticides antibiotics microplastics additives and preservatives some chemical hazards also Nanggagaling siya sa processing, like acrylamide. Acrylamide is a byproduct of cooking starch rich foods like french fries no? or potato products at higher temperatures. So, this acrylamide is associated with cancer or increasing your risk for cancer. No? So, kaya naririn nyo lagging advice kapag nagfafry kayo ng products. Always aim for the golden brown. Kasi yun yung uh, it's at that point that acrylamide is at the lowest, but also at the best quality of the product. Anyway, most chemical contaminants have fast-acting capabilities, no? Very potent, such as acid cleaner. Alam naman natin, no? Um, they're really not for human consumption, because very fatal sila within minutes from ingestion. Meanwhile, there are also some chemicals na bioaccumulative, no? In the sense, na Nag-iipon siya sa katawan ng tao and when they reach a certain threshold ng concentration sa katawan, manifest na siya ng symptoms, no? uh, An example would be lead, yung heavy metal na lead and yung mercury. No? So, these heavy metals are well-known to be highly detrimental to the development of the brain, especially for children and young adults. So, ang pinaka-regulated na heavy metal would be lead ay may unleaded gasoline din, no? But in food, kakaroon din kasi siya ng uses even in color, no? So, in case you haven't known then lead is sweet tasting. So, years ago, people thought lead was safe to add to food to whiten or make its color better as well, no? Um, archaeological evidences din kasi, yung mga lead pewter pots, yung pang-store nila ng wine, kaya lead yon para mamis daw yung wine nila so yon um, multiple uses ang lead kala ng tao it was uh, a solution for all their aesthetic na needs no but apparently it causes a lot of uh, detrimental effects to the body no? so some even add it to paint no pangpatingkad rin kasi siya ng kulay for toys they make for children no? and yung mga bata no na attract den yung taste buds nila kasi nga medyo matamisin ng lead de ba so isusubuna nila yung toy, Tapos nakakain nila yung paint. No? So, wala. No idea pala na na-expose na pala sa lead yung mga bata from the toys. No? So anyway, uh, most cases naman ng chemical hazards in food are attributed naman to mishandling ng chemical and sanitation chemicals. No? Always present kasi yung risk ng chemical contamination, especially in food manufacturing. No? Kasi ang chemicals are one way of controlling your biological Risks, because no? they eliminate the microbial, right? ba? So, kung are present ang sanitizer sa mga planta, So the best way is really to prevent contamination by keeping them away from food. So, may mga, um, at the household level, may dedicated areas for storing uh, chemical hazards. No? Uh, as for additives and other chemicals being mixed with your food. Well, that's another discussion. But, rest assured, no, na there are regulators who are responsible for keeping these types of ingredients in check.
0: No? That was a sweet uh, and interesting topic. Discussion on lead. Can you tell us about the other hazard, the physical naman?
1: Alright, again, no? So, this last hazard na to, okay, is uh, physical hazards. This easily detectable. No? And, as ano, as experience from the industry no, she'yon kino kasi nga um sya yung easily detectable no. So it includes common objects that can get into food. There's no formal definition, but uh, the US FDA has one actually. Um, kina classify nila ang physical hazard as those that are sharp, hard, and/or are choking hazards, and any object that is greater than seven millimeters and can cause injury or choking, can be classified as a physical hazard. So, hindi porket may nakita kang sesame seed, ay automatically, ano na siya, physical hazard. No, no? Um, kailangan mag-qualify siya na it can cause injury or may record siya na because ng injury. At the same time, it um meets yung size requirement na greater than 7 millimeters. No? So, some of the random objects na nare-report na sa pagkain, no? are plastics no yung mga hard plastic yung mga glass yan ang mahirap sa glass kasi yung iba transparent glass so mahirap siyang i-detect pag nakita nga sa food malalaman mo mga nagdudugo na lang yung lalamunan mo no pag nakain mo then there are also staple wires no fingernails bone fragments no ang worst reported is nipen. no so min piraso ng nipen sa pagkain no that's a very Big physical hazard, and nakakadiri din, no, in terms of hygiene. No? So, kaya dito, yon. No, it's a big no-no talaga, lalo na sa food industry, nagumamit ng stapler for food packaging. No? So, if you'll notice sa groceries, um, heat sealed, or mga cans, or vacuum pack sealed, no? So, wala talaga dapat stapler yon. Kasi, yung at, there's a risk of physical hazard. And surprisingly, no? with the definition of physical hazard then, greater than 7 millimeters, and can pose as a choking hazard, some countries or some industries also ban yung boba, yung sago, mm-hmm. yung pearl, sa, ano, sa milk tea. Physical hazard siya, kasi may mga reported cases na of choking sa mga ibang tao. Wala na kami mga so sa Zika. <laughs> Is there anything
0: safe to eat?
1: <laughs> yes, no? Um, not to scare anybody no an extensive kasi ng food safety risks no and it's a really um big again it's a really big uh topic to discuss no but to assure everyone we can still eat food despite all these numerous risks na na list down natin no um we have to remember kasi na when we say food safety risk or risk in general it's always a function of severity and probability some of these risks nung na mention ko like let's say salmonellosis that you get for from non-typhoidal salmonella let's say no severe siya when you think about it pag nakuha mo siya ay eh, tarang mabebedridden ka ma-hospitalize ka but it's very much unlikely to happen no? kasi may mga food safe controls ka naman eh along the process no? or at least ideally may mga safe food handling practices ka along the way that would eliminate yung probability o yung likelihood na magkaroon ng salmonella sa pagkain mo. So, niluluto mo naman na maayos, binili mo naman siya sa um, malinis na pamilihan, na prepare mo naman siya ng husto So, these are all methods for reducing the likelihood of salmonella being present in your food. So, be, uh, following and being keen on good personal hygiene, no so, naguhugas ka ng kamay, Safe food preparation methods, no, may dedicated kang cutting boards, let's say, no, and ensuring prepared foods are consumed immediately are also some of the ways we can do, no, even at the household level, to effectively minimize the occurrence or likelihood of these food safety risks.
0: But why does foodborne illness develop in some people and on and not in others?
1: Alright, that's a good question, no? Kasi lagi nating sinasabi, ay, matibay ang sikmura nito. We have to recognize kasi that individuals have characteristics that would lead them to be susceptible or to protect them against various diseases. So We go back, or we go to the immune system, no? The one responsible for protecting you from diseases. It's influenced both by genetics and the environment, no? Some people may have the tendency to develop a disease upon exposure to certain hazards, while others would not easily become sick. Mainly because, well, that's just how their bodies are built. Eh. Ganun lang talaga. No? Or perhaps their immune system got weak. No? Kaya sila nagkasakit kagad, they got weak because of factors such as their life stage no? or lifestyle na din. So, yung perceived immunity na to, actually... May concern rin siya on how we view food safety. And often leads to us, our complacency. No? Yun nga. So again, yung mindset na, well, matibay naman sikmura natin, eh? No? But
0: we shouldn't go there. No? Why do you think some people that that mindset na? No?
1: Well, I think we must also recognize kasi as to why we might have a weak perspective of food safety. It's on how it is portrayed. No? And, well, in various media platforms, let's say. No? Sometimes, kasi, no, this is just a personal input from me. No? Sometimes, television shows and videos on the internet who do cooking and food preparation do not show good hygienic practices when preparing food. Iba walang hairnet, nails with polish, jewelry all over the body. So, don't sila ng wrong impression to viewers that it's okay not to be mindful of your hygiene and environment when preparing food. And there's also that popular theory, no, or the hygiene hypothesis that a lot of people also believe, lalo na din sa Pilipinas, that supposedly, no, ang bata kapag na-expose sa microbio at an early age, they get somehow immune to disease later on in their adult life, which, mind you, is not really a case, kasi let's say salmonellosis, when you're even, when, when you get it at a younger age, you can still get some uses later on in your life. Also, again, as consumers, we must also demand that people who also benefit from selling food have to ensure the safety of food food. So, siguro wala tayo on that part eh, na yung demand for food safety. Honestly speaking, medyo mahina tayo on that, at least on the consumer side. So, siguro very complacent lang tayo when it comes to food safety measures in place. But who should be
0: responsible for food safety?
1: Well, that's actually the ultimate question, no? Food safety, kasi honestly, and by definition, na of a lot of people, no? And a lot of organizations. It's everyone's responsibility. So that includes the government, mga agencies ng government responsible for food safety, the food industry, such as your food manufacturers, food service establishments, primary producers, no? And the consumers themselves, so each one has their role. For instance, the government they're responsible for creating policies and enforcing these policies, and even the consumers who should be aware of proper food handling practices and demand proper information about food. But the ultimate responsibility you no know, lies in with the food industry, with them having the economic benefit from food. Nonetheless, no, you should all apply proper checks and balances. You no, know, as each one. Government, food industry, consumer, no? we have to check on them or we have to check on each other if we are all doing the right thing no? in the name of food safety.
0: And that was Mr. Ziggy Felonko of Winrock International, the organization that implements the Be Safe Project of the U.S. Department of Agriculture. He has defined food safety and what is food safety for you. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Business Mirror BM Broderlook Podcast. As always, we are grateful for your support. For suggestions and comments, please send us a message on at Business Mirror in Twitter with the hashtag BMPodcast. Many thanks to Business Mirror reporter Jasper Emanuel Arcalas for the technical and sound editing. This is Dennis Estopase of the Business Mirror asking you to stay safe, stay strong, and support each other. Catch you in the next episode.
1: This podcast is brought to you by the Building Safe Agriculture and Food Enterprises or the b Safe Project by the U.S. Department of Agriculture. The b Safe Project is implemented by Winrock International.